Welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. This podcast is presented by the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation and hosted by our CEO, Jamie Irvin. At the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation, we work with manufacturers, distributors, and repair shops who want to grow their business. Do you have a problem that you would like some help with? We have developed fault codes for heavy duty parts businesses, just like they have for commercial trucks. Find out how many fault codes your business has and how you stack up against dozens of other heavy-duty parts businesses. Head to heavydutyconsulting.com and schedule a meeting with us today. All right, let's start this episode. You're listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and this is the place where we have conversations that empower heavy-duty people. The complexity of commercial vehicles... And the advancement of technology in the trucking industry is creating a situation where it is becoming progressively more difficult for fleets to keep track of their maintenance programs. Large mega fleets are using really robust software, but what about the smaller fleets? What about the independents, the ones that are growing their fleet and perhaps they are uh, in between that that owner-operator situation and uh, being a larger fleet? What's the solution for them? Well, in today's episode, we're going to talk about a configurable software that is specifically designed for smaller fleets that are growing to be able to keep track of their maintenance program. And with me to talk about that is the founder of FleetPal. So I'm really excited to have Mike Valnev on today's program. In addition to that, we're going to hear from Randy Obermeyer, who is the VP of maintenance over at Online Transport. Now, Randy and I caught up with each other at the Technology and Maintenance Council's annual meeting a couple months ago, and he talked about the complexity. He talked about the, the, the challenges of keeping track of fleet maintenance. And it was really awesome to be able to have Mike and Randy both comment on this from their perspectives as two individuals who have been in fleet maintenance for a very, very long time. I think this is going to really be a great episode. If you are in the business of operating a fleet, there's an opportunity for you to get access to FleetPal software. And in addition to that, if you are someone who either sells parts or offers repair services to fleets, this understanding of what fleets are going through and what they're looking for, especially as it relates to VMRS codes, could help you to sell more parts and service. Either way, it's going to be a great episode. So let's get started. So first, I want to introduce Mike Valnev. Now, Mike, again, is the CEO and founder of FleetPal. Mike is someone who worked in the industry himself prior to launching this technology solution, and he's someone who is committed to helping fleets lower their total cost of operation. Mike, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, it's it, You and I have worked together off and on for a couple of years, and it has been awesome for me to watch FleetPal expand from those early days when you had an idea, and now you've turned it into something really great for uh, fleets. I'm really looking forward to learning more about all of the things that you've done with FleetPal and and how that's going to help fleets manage their maintenance programs. What was the thing that made you realize, I need to build this for fleets? Tell me that story. Uh, so I was working for a fleet. Uh, in the past, I was a fleet manager in charge of about uh, 500 power units uh, and about 700 trailers. I was promoted from within the company. I started in the company as a truck driver. Um, I climbed up the stair 
and my knowledge was limited. So, you know, I started learning about fleet maintenance, about the trucks and everything. I went to classes with, uh, with OEMs about how to fix uh, vehicles so I can manage uh, the fleet maintenance. It came to a point where the company grew and we had to open up a shop and manage our own repairs. And then the challenge came to me how to, how to streamline the process, how to uh, collect data, how to find information presented to the stakeholders so they can make accurate decisions. And every time I was asked questions, I, I had a lot of problems of, you know, uh, delivering these answers to, to the stakeholders. And uh, we decided to start uh, shopping for a fleet maintenance software. And that's, that's where it became interesting. You know, we've seen, evaluated a lot of different solutions, all of them, you know, some, somewhat good, somewhat not. It turns out that, uh, you know, some, some solutions are built to fit specific operation, other solutions are not. And we selected whatever was the best or closest to what we do. With that being said, we had to change our operation to match whatever the software was doing for us. Thank God our software back then was supporting VMRS codes. Unfortunately, I didn't know what, what it means. Uh, so it was very hard for me to set up correctly. Uh, we used some uh, consultants to help us, but you know, they come, they do the job, they go home and that's it. Uh, from there on, um, it, it's my own problem. So without knowing, without this information, we set up incorrectly. Our process was incorrect and it came to a point where we spent about $150,000 on solution. I, I couldn't pull reports. And I'm not saying necessarily that's the, the solution's problem, but it was, it was lacking knowledge. It was lacking um, onboarding. It was lacking. We needed basically turnkey reports, analytics, and things that can, can show us the North Star. And I'm saying this because a lot of the, the people that we work with, they're small businesses now and they're growing. And a lot of them are also promoted from within. A lot of fleet managers are, are dealing with the same problem right now. And what I wanted to do is to get a system that will give me blueprint, something that I can step on and start building on top of it, something that's going to give me my North Star, uh, my North Star, where, what I need to follow uh, to show me the basic KPIs that I need to, to track so I can just start filling in the information where needed and, you know, just just improve my uh, fleet maintenance uh, overall with time. So it sounds like it was a combination of the vehicles themselves getting more complex, the need for then a system to be able to manage all of that. There's added complexity there. And when you bring yeah. these two things together, it causes a lot of problems. Listen into Randy from Online Transport as he talks about the exact same problem he had uh, is having right now as a fleet maintenance manager. Listen to what he had to say. Hi, my name is Randy Obermeyer, Vice President of Safety and Maintenance at Online Transport. I am the current General Chairman and Treasurer of the Technology and Maintenance Council. Randy, so nice to see you. Yes, you too. We're here at TMC at the annual meeting in Orlando, Florida. Let's talk for a little bit about fleet maintenance. What are some of the challenges of keeping track of fleet maintenance programs at a fleet level? I'd like to hear your perspective since you kind of live it every day. <laughs> I would say the big thing is just making sure that information is accurate that's coming in. Having the right VMRS code, the right cause, the right reason code, the complaint, uh, the right mileage. Uh, all those things that go into a repair order, if the information going in is junk, the information out is going uh, out is junk as well. So if you're looking at cost per type of vehicle or cost per component code, 
all that stuff has to be accurate in order if you're going to measure that stuff correctly. We just listened to Randy talk about the importance of accuracy uh, with data when it comes to fleet maintenance programs. Mike, how when you put FleetPal together, how did you put a, an emphasis on making the accuracy of data and the management of that data easier for your customers? Some of the things that we do is um, filtering the VMRS codes for for the customers, and because every operation is different, everybody, every company is using uh, different VMRS code sets, and some of these complaint call codes or uh, reason for repair calls, like there, there are a lot. So we try to filter them out to whatever the fleets are, are willing to use, making the the selection smaller, and that way, um, you know the the errors are, are less because there's less options to choose from. We always encourage the fleets to focus on only the data points that they're interested to uh, track, not to track necessarily everything the VMRS offers because it's a lot. And that way we're able to lower um, the errors in, in data entry by a lot. Uh, when it comes to components and parts, uh, we use uh, third-party services that help us with VMRS coding. Uh, our software have the ability to actually redo VMRS codes for previous uh, work orders. So even, even if the work orders are done in the past, we can still tap in and, and pull all the part numbers and recode, do the recoding and produce uh, fresh reports uh, after that uh, recoding of the VMRS codes. We're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back. This episode of the Heavy Duty Parts Report is brought to you by Find It Parts, your ultimate destination for heavy-duty truck and trailer parts. Discover a vast range of parts at finditparts.com. Don't spend hours a day looking for parts. Instead, visit finditparts.com and get them right away. Parts availability and quality have a big influence on fleets and owner-operators' total cost of operation. If they can't find a part, it means more downtime. If they install a low-quality part and it fails, it means even more costs like tow bills, hotels, meals for the driver, and lost revenue. That's why we recommend Sampa. They manufacture a wide range of advanced parts for commercial vehicles. Their website has an intelligent product search engine and broad coverage of suspension, steering, and fifth-wheel components. Expect more. Expect Sampa. Visit Sampa.com today. So, Randy, as as complexity in commercial equipment has increased, you know, it's not the old days like it was when you and I started in our careers and everything was mechanical. Uh, how has that contributed to the challenge of keeping track of your fleet maintenance program? Well, I guess there's just so many more components now, and with more components, more VMRS codes. It's harder to find the VMRS codes for all the electronic components. So making sure that those VMRS components are marked correctly inside a repair order is, is, is imperative. Um, and then when it comes to just diagnosing and, and trying to figure out what the root cause of those problems are, because we actually track root causes as well, it's hard to find a root cause for a, an electronic component, such as a knock sensor, a def sensor, a collision avoidance sensor or control module. Back in the day with you know, all the mechanical components, you could typically find uh, the root cause fairly easier, whether it be the foundation brake system, or the mechanical engine or transmission components, you look at that and pretty simply figure out what the root cause of that failure was. Yeah, back in the mechanical days, if if it was broken, it was knocking. (laughs) So all you had to do was identify where that was coming from and you knew the root cause. It's certainly not as easy as that. So Mike, 
as you can hear from Randy's comments, that complexity in equipment and also the system itself uh, is something that a lot of fleet maintenance managers, to your point, are feeling. Like Randy admitted that himself. And I love the fact that you have built this platform in such a way that it's going to really make it easy for the fleets that are growing to be able to kind of grow with the system and be able to build their their maintenance program from from the ground up. So Mike, I want you to listen to what Randy said about the things they value in a fleet uh, maintenance software system and I'd like to get your your thoughts on that. So let's let's listen to what Randy had to say and then you can let me know what you think. When I think about complexity in vehicles, I also think about advancement in technology in general. There are a fair, a fair amount of uh, different solutions, software solutions out there to try to help fleets tackle this. When you're evaluating one of those solutions, what are the things that you're looking for specifically to say, hey, this is something that will really help us solve the problem? Well, I think the big thing, it needs to be something that's customizable so that you can change codes to match your business. It needs to be easy to use, because I said earlier, the mechanics are inputting most of the data. So it needs to be easy for them to use it, it needs to be easy for them to navigate, and it needs to be fast for them to navigate. Because if they have to sit around and wait for the thing to, to think through the systems, uh, they're gonna give up and they're not gonna put the data in. And if it takes them a long time to do searching for specific VMRS codes, or you know, a long time to go from screen to screen, they're gonna get frustrated and they're gonna stop using it. Uh, but it, it also needs to be fast. It, it needs to be customizable in terms of reporting. Uh, we actually have an intranet system where we use APIs to collect information from our software, maintenance software system. We also use our ELD service provider and pull in information from there. Uh, we can look at cost per mile right up to the second. Uh, so that, that, I think to me, is one of the biggest things to be allow allow the customer to pull any information through whatever uh, their IT department can fix okay. up. I really like what Randy said about uh, customizable solution. Uh, we like to use the word configurable because it's a big part of our effort when we develop FleetPow. We lean heavy on configurability for our uh, customers because every customer is different and they have different operations. Uh, we want to make sure that you know we can configure VMRS codes and the software itself to their need, so they don't have to deal with extra uh, data points or drop downs or whatever they have to deal. We clean it, we, we configure it exactly for their need. Another thing that um, Randy mentioned was um, the usability. We put a lot of effort on that as well. Uh, we have a special design team that work together with our developers and engineers so we can produce a product that's usable, that it's easy to use. Uh, we have our users' personas developed. We, we always pay attention to who's going to use the, uh, the software, and we only provide and show them the data that they need to see. We don't, wanna, we don't want them to see um, overwhelming dashboard or anything that's not relevant to them. Um, our application is also mobile. It's been designed to be mobile first, but it also works on any... Uh, any other device. A big benefit of that is that, you know, you don't have to uh, learn to different user interfaces. Uh, mobile sometimes differentiates from desktop based on what, what kind of system you use it. Our application is a web-based app, so we're uh, consistent across all the devices. You know what, Mike, I, I really like what you said there about uh, making sure that they just have the usable information at their fingertips and that they can 
modify it to to the the fleet's needs. I think that's so important because how many times? I mean, you had this with your experience before you you were you started Fleet Pal, right? How many times do you bring on a software trying to solve a problem, and because it's kind of an out of the box trying to solve the problems for everybody, there's all these things that you don't need, you never use, and sometimes you end up not using the software at all, and that's that's kind of a worst case scenario. So. It sounds to me like you've really paid attention to that. And the user experience now is built in such a way that users of FleetPal, they're going to get the maximum benefit out of it because they're only going to get the data that they actually need and can take action on. Absolutely. Another big thing that that, that Andy mentioned was the reporting capabilities, being able to receive real-time reports. That is something that FleetPal FleetPal does perfectly as well. Actually, he mentioned cost per mile. That's our one of our favorite turnkey uh, widgets, as we call them, on the dashboard. We also support integration with telematics, where we can pull data and show real-time uh, data, cost per mile, cost per hour, and many more. So that's something that we do as well. So, Mike, thank you so much for taking some time to talk to me about all of the great things that you're doing with FleetPal. I mean, you have built this for small fleets that are growing. You've been in the position before, you uh, know the pain, and you've built a custom solution here, a configurable solution that's going to really help fleets. So Mike, if someone wants to actually get a demo of of this and and see it in real time, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, That would be to go to our website and um, click the button request demo. Somebody from our team will reach out and set uh, set up the demo. Okay, so make sure you head over to fleetpal.io to get your live uh, free demo. Now, there's also an opportunity for someone to test drive the software. Can you explain how that works? You can go to our website and click the button, get started for free. You can register and and try out Fleetpal. Yeah, that's great. And to be able to have that 15-day free trial or up to 15 work orders, that's going to give people enough time to be able to get a feel for what it's like and to understand whether or not it's a good fit for their business. Mike, I, I am so happy with all the progress you've made with Fleet Pal. I think what you're doing is so important for the trucking industry. You are providing a solution for that small fleet that's trying to grow and that needs a configurable solution. So my hat's off to you. You're doing a great job. Please keep going. We need you, my friend. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, we're really looking forward to, um, to be helping fleets with their maintenance program and save them some money. HCA Truck Pride is the heart of the independent parts and service channel. They have 750 parts stores and 450 service centers conveniently located across the U.S. and Canada. Visit heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride today to find a location near you. Again, that's heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride and let the heart of the independent service channel take care of your commercial equipment. 